I kept getting these questions over and over and over. You want to know about my transformation. So I compiled the most frequently asked questions about my transformation. We're going to go in it next. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. And in this episode, we're going to go over your most asked questions about my transformation back into competitive bodybuilding. I'm astonished at the amount of questions that I have. As of right now, I am exactly two weeks out, two weeks past my show the Emerald Cup in Bellevue, Washington, April 29th, 2023. And uh, I've just been getting bombarded in my DMs, uh, bombarded on, you know, in the comment section of various posts, uh, lots of people stopping me in person and asking about different, and, and it just was repeated questions over and over and over. So, in a no, I've got them written on a piece of paper, taped to my screen right here. And in no particular order, I'm just going to go through them because it is interesting. Now, I will say that my documentary is coming out summer of 2023. So all this will be covered in the documentary, but I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait. I know you don't want to wait. And so we're going to go through my bodybuilding transformation back into competitive bodybuilding after over 20 years out of bodybuilding. How did it go? What happened? What's happening now? Um, all, all your, the most, the, the most repeated questions. I, I compiled a list. Here we go. Are you ready? Okay. I guess, let me say exercise has nothing to do with weight loss. This is not the code red method. What I used, I got back into competitive bodybuilding on stage. This is, has nothing to do with code red in any way, shape or form. All right. Um, so we just, I want to get this out of the way. Um, once you get into maintenance, we do transition you into an exercise program because we do believe that exercise is healthy for long-term, keeping your weight off long-term and other and a million other benefits. But we don't use exercise to address your weight problem. And so we get the weight off first and we, then we worry about exercise later. All right. How much weight did you lose? I lost 28 pounds. And I lost 16% body fat. I started at 26%. I ended up out. I, I started at 26.7% and I ended up at 10.7%. Uh, so I lost 16% body fat and I gained some muscle. It wasn't as much as the fat that I lost, but those are my stats. How did your training change after the show? The training was incredibly intense for the entire eight months, uh, my training started on September 1st, 2022, all of September. So I guess October, November, December, January, February, March, April. So seven solid months of, um, I guess um, right around eight months, eight months of solid training to, to take me from fat to 
competitive to actually being on stage for a bodybuilding competition. So it was a huge, huge, huge feat. It was something that should not be done. I had incredible results that are very atypical. Uh, and we had to push really hard every single day for eight solid months to even be able to accomplish anything close to where I ended up, where I ended up. I still, you know, I took third place. I took third place in one class, fourth place in another class, but the other classes, I just came in dead last, maybe not dead last, but towards the bottom of the, of the, of the pick of the pile. Um, so I, this was as good as I could do. This was as good as I could come in looking like, um, in the eight months that it took me to transform. So it was a massive, massive transformation. I'm super, super, um, happy about it, but how did my training or did your training change after the show? Of course it did. I'm not doing nearly the volume. Nobody can keep that up. You can't keep up that volume of training and that the training started off at a certain amount at the beginning on September 1st, but then it ramped up. It continued to ramp up, you know, as I got into better shape. And then as we got closer, we just continued to ramp it up and up and up and up and up and up all the way till the week before the show. Um, so yes, my training has changed since the show. I don't train nearly five hours a day. I train basically mm, 30 minutes of cardio and 30 minutes of weight training. It's very, very minimal. Uh, but I also walk a lot. So I might do an additional, I might get around 17,000 steps, 15,000 steps on a typical day, just from the, the added walking and walking is incredibly beneficial, but I don't have nearly, nearly the volume that I had. What did you like most about the show? About the actual show, I love being on stage. You guys know I'm I'm just like, put me on any stage. I don't care. There's no stage. I don't care if it's five people or 55,000 people. Uh, any stage is great with me. Any microphone, I want to be on stage. <laughs> and a lot of people say that. I love the stage. I actually really do love the stage. I don't get, I don't get nervous. I don't get embarrassed. I don't lose my confidence. I don't get flustered. I'm very good and relaxed and authentic and real on a stage. And that's how I showed up to this, to this show. I showed up very real. I put my spin on my poses. I put my spin on my presentation. Uh, I definitely had the best stage presence of any athlete there. And I had the most confidence of any athlete there. And I did, I might not have won, but I got remembered. Um, so I love being on stage. I also really love meeting all the other girls back there. This was a big show it was the largest amateur show in the nation. And the, there were a lot of participants, a lot of athletes. And I got to meet them. I got to, you know, I, I got to uh, get their Instagram. I got to get some new followers. I followed some of them. I mean, it was really cool to meet, especially the ladies in my age group. It was very inspiring to see how incredible these ladies look. I mean, I am so impressed with the ladies in the over 55 group, over 50, over 45 group, over 40 group. Like it was really, really super impressive. I was, that was amazing. Uh, so those were probably my two favorite things about the show. Um, did your diet change after the show? No. No, it didn't. A lot of you've heard people, you know, competitors talk about um, these athletes talk about how they're, you know, they're on such a strict regimen and they are for months leading up weeks and months leading up to a show that. I know that a lot of girls I know would hide junk food in their freezer and then they would just accumulate junk food, sugar, donuts, 
crackers, cookies, whatever the heck their sweet tooth cake. I don't know whatever they like. And they would accumulate those items and keep them in the freezer. And then the night of the show, they would eat everything. Well, that's, that's insane to me. I mean, I, I had, I thought about, I had cravings like anybody else did, but I would never, I would, I would not personally abuse sugar like that. And I didn't. So now that I'm post-show, I, uh, I don't eat the junk food. I don't eat the the cookies, the crackers, the donuts, the chocolate, the, the cake, the, the cereal. I don't, I don't, the pizza, the hamburgers, the fries, the, um, you know, I don't eat the bread. I, I don't eat that. Cause I can't, I can't, which is going to be, you know, I'll, I'll address that question in a second that you'll re- realize why I can't, I can't eat that. That's not what a code red rebel believes. Anyway, our mission statement is we believe food holds the power to heal or poison. We choose foods to heal. And even though I used Eric's method to get me to do this transformation back to competitive bodybuilding, I'm still a code red rebel. And we believe food holds the power to heal or poison. We choose foods to heal. And and Eric believes this too. He he said we just we don't we don't live like that. That's not what we believe is a healthy lifestyle. So none of his girls, not that I know of, do that. None of his athletes do. And he's got some of the best athletes in the nation. He has pros. I mean, he's the most sought after coach in the nation. And they just don't, he just, that's just not a healthy lifestyle. He himself and his whole team of coaches, they stay lean all year round. And so it's really, it's just not a way of life for us to eat junk food. Um, So my diet actually hasn't changed. I'm still eating the same thing. Now, remember, I'm only two weeks post-show. So we are reversing me out of what's called reverse dieting. We call it, we, we, say the same thing. We call it the same thing in code red. When we get to maintenance, we reverse diet out of weight loss calories and into maintenance calories, but you have to do it really slowly. And Eric's doing it really slowly with me, really slow with me. Uh, and I'm getting just a just very, 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 very slowly. I, I mean, it's, it's 25 extra calories this week. Like that's literally, I think, uh, last week I got, so last week, um, yeah, it's less than a hundred calories that I got more added to my diet this week. I had to go through an entire week of being at a certain level. It was still pretty low, but he inched me up a little bit. And then this is my second week. I just finished my second week post show. Oh, I'm going into my third week post show and I get a hundred more calories a day and that's it. And so this is going to prevent the massive weight regain. Um, and we'll talk about weight regain in a second if I've gained any weight back. Um, so my diet still hasn't changed. I'm eating the same macros. I'm eating the same types of food. I know what sticks well, the sticks, you know, that does well for me. Um, I, with my history of IBS, I passed history 20 years ago. I haven't had a lot of fiber in my diet. And Eric wants me to slowly start adding in more fiber. So I have been doing that. So I guess that'd be the only small change that I've made is I'm adding some chia seeds into my diet, which is great because when chia seeds become wet, they become gelatinous and they help move toxins through your body. Now I'm not taking any, any toxins, but any unknown toxins I might be picking up like on an airplane or, you know, uh, just whatever, any kind of toxins I might not know about. It is helping to bind to the chia seeds and move them out my body. So that's kind of nice. That's the only thing I've changed. But no, I have not changed my diet. Are you going to compete again? Yes. 
I thought this was going to be a one and done. And I've been bit by the bug. Blinded by the light. I mean, I am. I, I love it. Why, why do I want to compete again? Because I want to win? No. No, I'm not that I'm not that competitive of a person the way you think. Like you put me in a family game and I'm not like, come on. I actually I have been known to walk away during in the middle of a family game, just losing interest. You know, I am not a competitive person. I am regimented and I do follow the rules, but that's not me. Like I'm, you're so competitive. No, I'm really not. I'm just disciplined. I follow the rules. And when I set my mind to something, that's different than being competitive. I mean, I, I was just talking to my friend Jenna the dog trainer, I'm getting ready to go to her wedding up in Canada, uh, June 8th. And, um, she said, we're going to be playing some family games at the, we're going to be playing some games. She said, you get ready to see a different side of me, Christy. I am so competitive. I was like, Oh, I probably won't even play the game. She was like, what? I said, I'm just not that competitive. I'm not someone that you want on your team. Like, I mean, I'm fine. Like I can toss the bag in the cornhole, like whatever I'm decent, but I'm not one of those people that really focuses. Sometimes I lose focus. I might turn and talk to somebody instead of, I just don't care whether I win or lose. I don't. My reason for competing again is because I can do it better. I can make improvements. I can prep better. I can run better. I can lift better. I can eat better. I can sleep better. I can walk better. I can lift better. I can be, I can be better at the whole process. I can have a better mindset. I can have a better, I can, I can do everything better. I just see room for improvement. That's what I'm going up against. I, I'm, it's me against me. It really is. I want to do it again because I want to do it better. I, there's no way I'm going to win without the drugs, guys. I mean, the, the girls in my sport, they're very, very good. And most of them are enhanced in some way. You're either enhanced with Botox and filler and breast augmentation, or they're enhanced with Anivar, or they're enhanced with Clenbuterol, or they're enhanced with testosterone. They're enhanced, even the girls. And I didn't really know that. But if you get to the real high levels of the sport, everybody's on something. And it's not something that's promoted in my gym. Eric does not do that with his ladies. And, but I, um, I, I, there's just the, the real high levels. That's what they're doing. And there's a really big difference in someone who's natural and who, someone who's on PEDs. And I'm just not willing to do that in order to win. Um, my health is too important. My liver is too important. So I would, I want to compete again, just because I want to make improvements. I want to see improvements in the certain parts of my body that I know I can make improvements. I want to make improvements, in my attitude. I want to make improvements in the process. Why did you do this? <laughs> I actually got a, a handful, and I mean a half a dozen, so not many. I don't know. I mean, I get around 50 to 100 DMs a day, so half a dozen DMs total is not that big of a deal. But I got a half a dozen DMs from people who thought I was straight crazy. Like, why are you doing this? You Have you lost your ever-loving mind? And that's too bad because... But most of the people we're talking, I mean, that's such a, a fraction of a percent because most people were cheering for me and they were so impressed and so excited and so driven and so like just motivated and everybody was really, really pulling for me. So the, the, the half a dozen DMs I got were people who were genuinely disgusted with me, genuinely baffled at why I would want to put myself through this. And that's what they would ask. Why would you want to do this? Um, why would you not want to do it? I mean, that's what I would say. Why would you not? Because I can. Why do I want to do it? Because I'm proving to myself that I can do it because I'm better than what I've been put.
putting forth because society has given up on me and said I was washed up and said I was too old and said I was past my prime and that I didn't have what it took. And 47 years old, I stepped up after eight months of training and did this unbelievable transformation, this this night and day, 180 degree transformation. It's unheard of what I did. And I did it. And I did it without injuring my back. And uh, this is remarkable. And that's why I did it. I did it for me, but I did it for for the world to see. And that's what's going to be coming out on the mainstream uh, the mainstreaming platforms uh, this summer, 2023. So you'll be able to see a lot more into that. But I did it because I could. And I wanted to prove something to myself. What was the hardest part about the process? Hands down, without a doubt, the hardest part were the steps. Yes, I know. Eric wants a lot of steps. I mean, it started off 10,000 steps a day. No big deal. Then it went to 12,000. And then it went to 14,000, 16,000, 17,000, 19,000, 20,000. I mean, it just went up and up and up and up and up. And that was the hardest part about the whole program because it was so time consuming. Now, hindsight and what I'll do next time is I'll get a walking desk underneath. I'll get a walking treadmill underneath my desk and I'll get my steps in that way. If he wants me moving, then I'm going to stay moving, but I'll be able to work while I'm doing it because having to stop and go walk and run, you know, he didn't ask for me to run. He just wanted steps, any kind of steps. He didn't care what he wants me moving. And, um, that was one of the best ways to lose fat is just moving your body. Um, not running or walking or hit training or anything like that. Just moving your body, nothing specific, hills, sprints, high knees. No, 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 no. He just wanted steps. He did not put some sort of a, a boundary on steps. Like you have to do it this way. He just wanted steps. So I could, I just, I was gone a lot away from home trying to get these steps in. And of course, Hazel loved it. She did all of it with me, but that was very frustrating to me because it took up so much time, took up so much time. That's how I got, I was nearly five hours a day just doing my lifting, my running, my twice a day cardio, my, um, my hit training. And then all those steps, it sucked up a lot of my day. That was the hardest part. Did you ever think about quitting? No, not even once. It, the thought never even came in the realm of possibility. I, I, it didn't even come in the atmosphere of, I never, I never, 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 never thought about quitting. I, it was like, I just even, I, no, no, not even, not even close. No, but that's the way my brain works. I'm a very black and white thinker. Once I make my mind up, that's it. Wild horses can't cause me to stop. The only thing that would have caused me to maybe quit would have been a catastrophic back injury, like herniating a disc or blowing out a disc or having to have back surgery. That would have, that would have put me down and out or blowing out a knee, like a catastrophic catastrophic injury that would have put me in surgery or put me in the hospital, like even breaking my leg. I could have, you know, I could have at least pushed the show back, but I would not have quit. I would have kept with my diet and I would have kept with my upper body. You know, I would have kept going even with something, but a catastrophic injury that would have put me in surgery that would have only made me push the date back. I would not have quit my diet. Even with a catastrophic injury, I would never have quit the program. I just wouldn't have, I would have just in my mind, I would have been like, all right, we'll move it back to October. Like that's, 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 but I would have kept on the program. 
So it, my mind just doesn't work that way. Absolutely not. Not for one second that I think about quitting. Who was your biggest support? Um, probably other than Eric, my coach, which I taught, who I talked to all day, every day. <laughs> I love that guy. He's married to Casey and they have two wonderful boys and just one of the nicest humans I've ever known. And I'll always be grateful to him. I just think the world of Eric, but with something this huge that we're both trying to accomplish, we, we had to talk a lot and we had to communicate a lot. And so he was my biggest support. Other than Eric, my coach, uh, my mom. My mom lives in Nampa. That's about a half hour away from me, downtown Boise. Uh, and I, she helped me out in so many ways. Um, she helped me out with dog sitting. She washed Hazel so I'd sleep. She let me sleep over at her house a lot, a lot. Every week I slept over there because I slept, I sleep really well at my mom's house, especially during the winter time. It got real cold in that room and I sleep very well in a very cold environment and it got real cold in there. And I just, oh, I slept like the dead in my mom's house. Um, she would make me food. She would, she would encourage me and she would hold me when I was crying. I mean, she was so good. She didn't understand like, because she's never been an athlete. Um, and she doesn't understand the demands of what this physically, how demanding it was, but, um, she understood as much as she could. And she was there for me every step of the way. So that was really great. Um, she would have been there at my bodybuilding show, but she had to watch Hazel. Someone has to watch Hazel. So she was the one watching Hazel. Have you gained any weight back? Yes. It is typical to gain five to 10% of your stage weight. So my stage weight was 136. So that would have been 13.6 pounds. So that would have been right at one, uh, 150, I guess, if you're 136. Yeah. 150. Uh, and I've, and my weight this morning was 143.2. So I've only gained back, uh, seven pounds, not even uh, yeah, seven pounds from stage weight. And don't forget when you go on a stage, you're dehydrated. So when you rehydrate after the show, cause you want the, the muscles, by the way, you dehydrate. So the muscles will look hard and you can see the muscles and stuff. You want to kind of dehydrate that interstitial fluid, um, not to a dangerous level, just a little bit. And, so anybody who rehydrates usually puts three to four pounds on right from that. So I've done a great job of keeping my weight down and I'm super, super, super proud of myself for that. I mean, I have, I don't remember ever being in the one thirties and I barely remember one time in 2008 where I got to 149 pounds. And that was, that was from being vegan. I was stupidly trying to, to try this stupid vegan diet just to see if I liked vegan, which is most ridiculous, never been sicker in my life. And I, uh, I had a contracted fight at Madison square garden at 149 pounds and I couldn't make weight. So I sat in a sauna to sweated it all out. Oh, it was ridiculous. You guys ridiculous. So being even 149 was a, was a, um, was a huge deal. I mean, I've been 154 for as long as I can remember, but remember I'm five foot six and a quarter. That's not a good weight. You know, everybody has to be, I have a weight, I have a weight chart for everybody. When you get a home study program, I'm going to pick your weight for you. Uh, so the fact that I'm only staying, uh, seven pounds above stage weight is remarkable. So my coach is really, really, really happy about that. And I'm really, really, really happy about that. Will you change code red now that you have gone through this? Absolutely not. In fact, even more so. Will code red stay exactly the way it is? I will tell you, I'm harder on my maintenance rebels now. 
I'm, I don't accept any of their bullcrap excuses, even more so than before because of what I went through these past eight months running a multi-million dollar company. Uh, getting, I mean, I I got Hazel from her from from the Canadian trainers up in they uh, on day one of my program. It was I picked her up up in Coeur d'Alene on day one of my program. So I was training a brand new working dog Belgian Malinois, four months old who was not potty trained by the way, cause she was, she was a working dog. She lived in a kennel. She did not understand that, that she'd never been in a house before. So she didn't understand the rules of the house. Uh, at the same time, I'm starting this rigorous transformation. That's going to be viewed on streaming platforms all over the world. I took on a lot trying to, trying to go help my sister with her stuff going on in Kentucky, trying to run a company, trying to deal with employees, trying to deal with revenue, trying to be a daughter, trying to be a sister, trying to be this, uh, uh, a trainer up to this working dog, this incredibly high energy working dog. Like I took on a lot. And so when my rebels and my maintenance program trying to give me their bull crap excuses, I, I don't, I'm much harder on them now, but as far as the weight loss portion of code red, absolutely not. Nothing will change. The, the, the core foundational belief of code red will always be taught no matter what the science doesn't change. It has been proven to be successful real food, water, and sleep. That is the proper human diet. That is what we were created to eat. We will never believe different about code red. There might be some little changes. Like maybe we discover something about a certain product. Like remember back in the day, we let people put Mio in their water. It's in the code red revolution book. You can put Mio. Well, it, came out, then Mio had harmful chemicals and we quit allowing that. So that might change little tiny things like that, little small products that we might endorse. We might not endorse it. If something comes out and there's an outbreak of E. coli, we might be like, don't eat that, you know, but the core foundational belief of code red, we believe food holds the power to heal or poison. We choose foods that heal. We believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. And we're committed to spreading the truth. The code red lifestyle brings hope and healing. And it's our job to support, educate, inform, and love our society without judgment. We are code red rebels. That's our mission statement. And that'll never change. And what we believe will never change. And so me going through this, this bodybuilding transformation, getting back into competitive bodybuilding doesn't change anything with code red. It doesn't make me want to start having people exercise. It doesn't make me change my stance on weightlifting and weight loss. It doesn't make me change my stance on running. I run every day. I've run every single day of my life for eight years. And guess who was a fat athlete? Me. Yeah. So no, none of that's going to change with code red. I chose a different method that had a little bit slightly different foods and a different style of eating and a different protocol. It worked on me. I'm very happy with the results, but code red will not change. I am staying in my lane of targeting menopausal women in their fifties and sixties. Those are my favorite gals. Love those gals. I'm staying in my lane of offering the, offering the message of hope and healing to people all over the world with real food, water and sleep, no shakes, no pills, no diet foods, no exercise. We don't believe in weight loss pills. We don't believe in weight loss shakes. We don't believe in diet foods. We don't believe in, in using exercise as a way to address your weight problem. We do it through real food, water and sleep. And I am this, this, this transformation has been life-changing for me, but it doesn't change anything about code red. It only reinforces code red. And I'm so 
happy to own Code Red. I'm so happy to run this company on a daily basis. I'm so happy to be able to do podcasts and videos and 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 work with you guys in the app and work with you guys in, in the VIP program and work with you guys on Facebook. I love my ads. I love my videos. I love everything that we talk about in Code Red. I love the transformation pictures, the before and after pictures. I love the daily emails. I mean, everything about Code Red, I love, and I hope you do too. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, addressing your biggest questions about my weight loss transformation and transformation back to competitive bodybuilding. And I'll see you on the next one. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you are looking for some hardcore accountability to get and keep this weight off, look no further because I've got VIP connection. This is the ultimate connection to me just short of me sleeping on your couch. You're going to get three daily messages from me in real time directly to you. You're going to submit your weight every Friday. We're going to go over it in a weekly meeting on Sunday nights, and I'm going to give you feedback. You'll have access to a monthly VIP breakfast with me and Boise, a monthly VIP supplement box, access to any workshop, any PDF promo that I hold for that month. You'll have access to the ringside membership. And best of all, you'll have a fully customized nutrition program written just for you. We're talking about over $3,000 total value for $3.97 a month, and you can cancel anytime. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash VIP to check that out.